1: Oh, I want to learn Francais, so when I go to Francais I can speak French Français. with the person in You go to Quebec. But really I'm speaking I'm speaking on a like dream level, which is also great. Use Rosetta Stone to learn the language of a place you're dreaming of visiting. But also practically, it makes more sense for me to learn Spanish. And if I'm gonna learn Spanish, I'm gonna do it on Rosetta Stone.
0: That's amazing.
1: They've been the trusted expert for 30 years with millions of users and they have 25 languages offered you have fast language acquisition because they immerse you in the language there aren't english translations, so you really learn to speak you listen you think in the language with rosetta stone and it has an intuitive process so you pick up the language naturally first words then phrases then sentences which means it's designed for long-term retention and
0: for 50% off. Visit slash who That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at slash who today. You will Yeah. They want to know.
2: Hey. Hey.
1: To be Welcome to Who Weekly, the podcast where you'll learn everything you need to know about the celebrities you don't. I'm Bobby Finger.
0: I'm Lindsay Weber.
1: And here's a Page Six exclusive. Grimes is dating leaker Chelsea Manning after Elon Musk breakup. We were right. We knew it.
0: We're only as good as our best tips. Our tip was correct.
1: Page Six was like, hmm, that sounds interesting when they heard the news.
0: They U-hauled or whatever they said. <laughs> it's like, okay, we got it it's fine i
1: want to get the actual quote i just like can't get over the fact that this is all happening in austin texas i know about the tesla thing but like Grimes and Chelsea Manning in Austin, Texas, along with Christy Carlson Romano and Hillary Duff. I just can't deal with it.
0: Yeah, this trend started years ago with that New York Times style piece that was the center of my uh, Who Weekly Live presentation. Mm-hmm. But it was, we knew the, the the C, it started with the C-listers, and now they're still coming to Austin.
1: They're getting serious. They you hauled it, a source tells us of the fast-paced nature of their relationship. Quote, they've been living together in Austin. I like that like the baby was now I have like new context for this profile where like they're sitting in the living room Grimes is talking the baby starts crying the interview is like what's that is that a baby meanwhile I'm picturing Chelsea fully like in a closet just covering her mouth (laughs)
0: like that would be
1: But then the baby and she's like, oh, no.
0: It is funny because the, the profiler, Devin, got the ultimate scoop, but still ha- still missed the other ultimate scoop. <laughs> like, I guess, you know, obviously, shout out to him. He got one of the scoops, but he missed a full other scoop. I mean, I wonder. They might not have been dating at the knew. time he did this interview.
1: Yeah, maybe they weren't dating. Maybe Chelsea just wasn't there. I feel like it's easier to hide a relationship than it is like a screaming baby.
0: Sure, but he, go- he could have gotten it out of her.
1: God, what do they talk about? I mean, I know exactly what they talk computers. about. Computers. Technology, computers. Yeah, what
0: do you What do you mean?
1: It's actually so easy to understand what they talk about. And same with Grimes and Elon.
0: I see that you have a five things to know about Chelsea Manning. We're not doing that. If you want to Google Chelsea Manning, you need to go for it. Because it's more complicated than these five things. And I think they reduce her.
1: <laughs> Two of the five things are about Grimes. Come on. Well, I refuse There's to reduce about Chelsea, Chelsea
0: Manning. Manning. <laughs> Chelsea Manning them? There's a lot going on there. And I think you should know. Um... Maybe I don't know whistleblower a them term. I'll tell you that.
1: How about this? Compared to Grimes, broadly themier.
0: Yeah, I think yes. so. Yes, because Chelsea Manning was like significantly in the news for like a good period of time and mm-hmm. had to do with a very important thing,
1: mm-hmm. WikiLeaks. But um, Elon also made some extra post-profile news um, because he is dating an Australian actor named Natasha Bassett. And according to The Hollywood Life, Natasha Bassett knew all about the second baby with Grimes and is okay with it.
0: Hollywood Life got a significantly long and arduous, like, source-filled thing about her knowing I knew. And it almost feels like Doth protests too much in a way. Like, we're talking... Elon was honest about her having another baby with Grimes via surrogate. Their daughter was born in December. Natasha was fully aware of this, a source the situation told us after Grimes spilled the details on her second child. She respects Elon's relationship with Grimes and has no problems with him being close friends with Grimes and co-parenting with her. Grimes also knows that Elon is with Natasha now. There is no bad blood. Um,
1: it's fine. it's Natasha fine. Natasha has fine, spent a fine, lot of time at
0: Elon's place, and she has not had any interaction with Grimes. He does talk about their kids together, though. He's active in the lives of all his children. Natasha is wholesome, and she would not start a relationship with anyone knowing that he was in relationship with someone else. Once that was clarified, she felt a lot better. I'm sorry. Did the so it's just Natasha wholesome? is wholesome. <laughs> I don't think I would call anyone dating Elon Grimes wholesome, but like, sure. Best of luck to you.
1: I don't think I'd ever describe someone to someone else as wholesome. Right. That's such a weird way to describe a person. She would never you know.
0: be in a relationship with somebody who was in a relationship with somebody else. She's wholesome.
1: Also, just the detail. I mean, whatever to all of this. I I believe that Natasha and doesn't care because look, when you're dating Elon Musk, there's so much baggage. Another baby with Grimes is like tiny baggage compared to everything else. Like, who cares? Right. Um, if you're willing to overlook all those other things, you're willing to overlook like Grimes' second baby. But Natasha has spent a lot of time over at Elon's place and has not had any interaction with Grimes. Yeah, because they live on like 100 acres. Like, you could live in that house for months and never run into Grimes.
0: No, well, she lives in a separate house that was in the profile.
1: Right, that's what I mean. It's like, of of course she hasn't had any interaction with Grimes. Yeah,
0: but I don't think they live on the same property. I think she literally lives in a different house.
1: (laughs) Well, I think this is assuming that like sometimes even when Grimes is there that there's no interaction. They have a lot of houses. Speaking of Elon Musk... His ex-wife, Tallulah Riley, made her public debut with Thomas Brody-Sangster. His
0: ex-wife twice.
1: Oh, sorry. You're right. They were married twice. His ex-wife twice, Tallulah Riley, made her public debut with Thomas Brody-Sangster at the pre-BAFTA awards party on Friday night
0: the pair cut a rug at the gala dinner at the west end swanky londoner hotel and it may have been the free-flowing champagne that gave queen's gambit actor brody sangster enough dutch courage to show his footwork i don't know we talked about these two because what um what was the thing where like she dated like a pottery guy and then he had a funny name like pottery god or like ceramics man i don't remember i don't even remember what we found was so funny like i don't even that's how pottery tycoon pottery Pottery tycoon tycoon. yeah
1: (laughs) she dated a pottery tycoon yes in his 50s
0: this went from kind of hush hush oh these two are dating that's so weird To they've made their red carpet debut and now we have photos that people are sharing on twitter being like what is going on here
1: no, but the best part about the Pottery Tycoon, never forget, I feel like this was more of something we talked about in one of our live shows than we talked in the main show. But this headline, that's quite a love triangle, comma, actually. Elon Musk's ex-wife, Tolula right. Riley, 36, splits from Pottery Tycoon in his 50s and hitches up a 31-year-old Love Actually star, Thomas Brody Sangster.
0: Right. And to be fair, he's 31.
1: Yes. He he's not a baby.
0: 16, but he is 31. So it's yeah, it is... It's an odd pairing but only because he looks young, not cuz he is young. I do feel like there is a little bit of a misconception about how old this boy is. He's yes, a man. but also
1: He's the, the Daily 30s. Mail that is that is on the top of the Daily Mail's mind like they are implicitly like talking about how young he looks well they call
0: him they call him ex love actually child star so it's like Mm -hmm. unclear that he's not a child anymore and then you see the photo and you're like how old could he be anywhere between 17 and 18 and it's like no he's 31 she's 36 so like kind of Mm -hmm. not much difference
1: right no there's no difference um they also call him baby faced what did they call him what did they, oh, diminutive, diminu... god, I can't say this, diminutive, diminutive, diminutive. That's so Diminutive rude. Thomas' Astar is in The Ascendant since his acclaimed role in the Netflix chess drama The Queen's Gambit last year. I well okay. compared
0: to Elon, this guy's like a whole a galaxy's worth step up, you know? Right.
1: <laughs> yeah, a saint, the most desirable man who's ever walked the face of the planet. Maybe he doesn't yes. <laughs> have Tesla
0: cash, but he has Queen's Gambit dollars. I don't know yes. what they paid it for that in.
1: He may not have Tesla cash, but he has like Netflix capital, you know. Netflix
0: capital, and Netflix um, doesn't pay in crypto. And who knows no. how much of Elon's money is, you know, volatile.
1: <laughs> exactly related to this, the pre-Baftas dinner. The Baftas were yesterday,
0: so were, like the critics. So were the choice critics' choice and the critics' choice awards in lunch. So many people went to two different parties.
1: I was, I was when I saw photos of Lady Gaga in one look at the BAFTAs on Sunday morning and then Lady Gaga in another look at the Critics Choice Awards Sunday evening I legitimately thought that she, she chromaticed took, herself that she that she took a plane for yeah. 10 hours so she could go to both but no there was a London like there annex. was a Critics
0: Choice London spin-off for like the well, it people the who went to BAFTAs
1: yeah, it was like it was like you could beam in and like go to the dinner, but it was all the same A Luncheon,
0: thing. a luncheon. Yes. <laughs> yes.
1: Luncheon. Are you in are you with the are you at the Russell's House talking about the luncheon?
0: It's time for lunch. You know how it's spelled luncheon. It always yes. makes me crazy cuz I think of it and I say it how it's spelled.
1: Luncheon. But these two, you know, pretty big award shows, BAFTA definitely them then than Critics Choice Awards, but they happened yesterday and um there was a lot of, you know, old school how By which dare I mean, They
0: to, have them on the same night. To,
1: I kind of liked it. I I, I liked how chaotic. overwhelming and confusing it was. It was all over the place. It was chaos. I I appreciated it.
0: I guess if um, neither of them can get enough attention by themselves, why not throw them together on the same exactly. night and just overwhelm? Right. We had like fifty million dresses to look at yesterday, which was fun.
1: Very fun. And in some instances, two dresses from the same people because they went to both events.
0: Two Lady Gaga dresses. And when she disappointed in her first look, she picked it up for her second.
1: Oh, her second look is wonderful. (laughs) And Lady Gaga, you know, didn't want a single thing all night, but everyone wanted to talk to her. She even brought her boyfriend and
0: she like worked the room. I mean, I know it's our feed's bias. It's called the feed's bias, but I know. I know. But if I didn't see every tweet, Gaga interacts with Ariana DeVos. Our, Gaga interacts with the guy from Gaga <laughs> interact. It was just like, this is like the Gaga Awards. The Gagas.
1: <laughs> there was all of this BAFTA Critics' Choice stuff happening yesterday, so I thought I'd make a little game about the Whoia stuff that happened for you, Lindsay.
0: At the BAFTAs?
1: The BAFTAs and the Critics' Choice Awards. Okay. So i made a game just about all these things that happened. I think it's going to be fun. Um, Some of it's multiple choice. Some of it's fill in the blank. Some of it's listen to an audio cue, but I think you're going to do okay. A lot of this was a result of me scrolling through all of the images on Getty, uh, watching some speeches, reading the winners at the BAFTAs, because some of them were confusing. But here we go. Let's just get started. When you search BAFTAs on Getty, what is the most popular image in the past 24 hours, a.k.a. what is the most popular image from last night? Is it? Of Katrina Balfe, Naomi Campbell, Emma Appleton, or Benedict Cumberbatch.
0: I mean, I don't know what the algorithm is serving, but I would say, if I had to guess, maybe Benedict Cumberbatch.
1: It's Katrina Balfe.
0: That's wild. I think, I she's think popular means
1: well. Yeah, well, she's is she Irish? I think I don't it's know. because I think it's because of images that were actually purchased and downloaded.
0: Sure, but like, still, my guess stands for the most. That yeah, my, Still my guest stands, yes. Of course.
1: She's Outlander, right? She's Outlander and Belfast. She sure Belfast. is. Okay. She sure is. Also, I thought it was Catriona until this award season. Okay. When you search BAFTA's luncheon, the BAFTA's dinner on Getty, which was the thing that happened the night before, what is the most popular image in the past 24 hours? Is it of Naomi Campbell, Rebecca Hall, Montana Brown, or Adjua Abo?
0: These are all not great options that I would guess, but sure, Naomi Campbell. <sighs>
1: That's what I think, too. Rebecca Hall. The most popular, not one, but two images of that event.
0: That's confusing. Are you sure these are the most sold images?
1: It's most popular. So what does that mean? You could sort by newest on Getty, newest, oldest, most relevant, and most popular. But we don't know what most
0: popular means.
1: I'm assuming it means most downloaded.
0: Most sold. Or downloaded if you have a subscription.
1: Rebecca Hall walked the red carpet with her husband. On what show does he currently star? The, the Gilded, Gilded Age? Age, okay <laughs> okay. Can you name him?
0: No, I can name his uh his character George Russell
1: George Russell. great. I'll give you half a point if you if you had to guess what's his name?
0: Douglas Fairweather.
1: <laughs> it's Morgan Specter. That was close.
0: Morgan. I've heard Spectre. that once. I've yeah, heard that exactly. once, but he's not we're not we're not ready to give him a in my mind, he's not ready to have a name yet yet.
1: no, no, no. And from now on, I will not be able to look at them without thinking of Douglas Fairweather. Sure. Tom Hiddleston walked the red carpet with his girlfriend. Who is his girlfriend? Okay. Puck. I know. I, Aboe,
0: I know. I know. I know. Emma it's Appleton. Zawe. Can
1: you name her last name?
0: No, but it's multiple choice, so I don't need to.
1: Gemma Archerton or Zawe Ashton.
0: Z- Zawe Ashton.
1: Got it. Okay. The nominees for best actor in a leading role were Will Smith. Mahershala Ali, Adil Akhtar, Benedict Cumberbatch, Leonardo DiCaprio, and Stephen Graham. Those all overlap apart from what with the Oscars, apart from Stephen Graham and Adil Akhtar. Okay, in which of these Netflix movies does Adil Akhtar not star? Fuck. Enola Holmes, The Atom Project, Murder Mystery, Enola Holmes 2, or Murder Mystery 2?
0: Wait, what is the I, question?
1: <laughs> which of these movies does he not star in?
0: I have no idea what he's in. I've never seen Enola. Maybe Adam Project?
1: The Adam Project. He's in Enola Holmes, Enola Holmes 2, Murder Mystery, Murder Mystery 2, and not the Adam Project. Shout
0: out to him for getting both those sequels. Those are really expensive movies. I couldn't believe it. Okay. Yeah.
1: Five of the nominees for Best Actress in a Leading Role were Lady Gaga, Alana Haim, Emilia Jones, Renate Reinsva. And Tessa Thompson, okay? The sixth nominee was the winner. None of these people, none of those nominees were nominated for Oscars. Which was, what was the name of the sixth nominee who won the BAFTA? Teresa McGuinness. No, I, Ma-
0: oh, it's not Jessica Chastain. Margaret
1: Bimmel, <laughs> Joanna Scanlon, or Jesse Downs.
0: It wasn't Jessica Chastain?
1: No, this is the BAFTAs. Oh, wow,
0: well, they really love to, like, give it to a British person instead. Um, <laughs> I don't know, think I know any of those women. Can you tell me like what movies they're in? No, actually, I don't need to know. I'll the just winner say,
1: was a movie called After Love.
0: I'll just say off the top of my head, B.
1: Margaret Bimmel? No, it was Joanna Scanlon. I made the other names up. Who won the E.E. E. Rising Star Award? These are the nominees. Cody Smith-McPhee, Lashana Lynch, Millicent Simmons, Ariana DeBose, or Harris Dickinson?
0: I know the answer to this because, of course, I saw a clip of Lady Gaga interacting with her. It's Lashawna Lynch.
1: Lashawna Lynch, yes, OK.
0: Lady Gaga <laughs> backstage with Lashawna Lynch. I was like, every everything had a lens which, through Lady Gaga, could reveal the BAFTAs to me. We
2: give her a round of applause. <laughs>
1: I mean, she's very important. She's like proving her, her worth at all like, these awards. shows. Why
0: would I watch the BAFTAs when I could just watch Lady Gaga in various short clips on Twitter interact with different people at the BAFTAs, you know?
1: What did Rachel Ziegler, Zegler say to her? It was like, you I wouldn't be alive life. without you or something
0: like that. Yeah. Not quite sure like how that translates, but sure.
2: And she is the definition of someone who uh, inspires the next generation. I was
0: inspired by her. Born the Story was my favorite album when I was like nine. So... Yeah, I, she is the reason I'm here. She's the reason I think I can do this, and she's the reason I perform. Oh well, I think you're going to meet her at some point during God, this I hope so circuit. That would be cool. Uh, what would you say to her? Hi. <laughs> Just be like, hi. Sorry about that one viral video.
2: <laughs> do That's not apologize for that. <laughs> no,
0: absolutely not.
1: Last night I told you who hosted this. Is about your me- this is a memory test. Last night I told you who hosted the Critics Choice Awards. Can you remember their names?
0: Nicole Bayer. Mhm. Forget the other person.
1: Day Diggs. Now the rest of it I think is the fun is the most fun part of this quiz. Okay. Did you watch the Critics Choice Awards at all? Do you you don't have TBS. No. Okay. So great. So you didn't really see the speeches. I'm going to play you some clips and you're going to have to if you can't even guess the actor, you can see if you can guess the thing they're from because sometimes at least in this first one, the accent will give it away. Okay, here we go. Speech one.
2: I'm going to have to be completely honest. I had nothing prepared. <laughs> First of all, congrats to all of the other nominees. I loved you all.
1: Okay. Can you do anything with that voice?
0: Honestly, no. Who is that?
1: It's an accent. It's a child. This is the award for best young actor.
0: That's not an award. Who was like the most relevant child this year in film?
1: Not this one.
0: (laughs) Oh, really? So I'm not even gonna guess this. Who is this like Jacob Tremblay but British or something? No,
1: it's not British. Irish. Does that Uh ring a bell? Belfast. Belfast. Okay, I'm not even... Getting, can you guess the kid's name in Belfast? No,
0: absolutely not. No one knows Jude the kid's Hill. name in Belfast.
1: Jude Hill. Okay. The
0: only kid who's relevant this year is the kid in Come On, Come On. Let's be real. He, That's That true. kid is the only kid deserving of a child award.
1: Okay, here we go. Thank you so much, Critics' Choice Association. I'm uh, truly honored. Um, I want to acknowledge my fellow nominees. Um, I think you guys are just... Uh, extraordinary and thank you for your amazing performances i'm i'm honored to be amongst you does that ring a bell that voice no okay the category is best supporting actor in a limited series
0: is this like a mayor of east town guy <gasps> no oh it's what's his face from um it's australian it's it's what's his face yes. from uh white lotus white lotus his yes
1: face. can you do you know yeah. his name
0: no, I knew it when White Lotus was on, but then I forgot it immediately. After White Lotus ended,
1: Murray Bartlett, Murray Bartlett. Yeah, okay, we
0: love him. Australian, mm-hmm. yes. They each won the. She won too. Jennifer mm-hmm. Connelly. Uh, Coolidge. Coolidge. <laughs> Jennifer,
1: Jennifer so Connelly. Jennifer Connelly would be great in great White Lotus. In White Lotus. <laughs> I know.
0: Like, get her in for season two. Okay, here
1: we go. Listen to this.
2: Uh, <laughs> right, I'm really not going to swear this time. um thank you uh, to the critics choice association uh thank you to warners and apple and uh jason and bill and brendan and joe kelly okay that
0: gave it away
2: okay yeah
0: he thanked jason it? and he said an m so we're talking about somebody from um ted lasso
1: ted lasso exactly do you know his name
0: (laughs) i know it's the hot mean guy but i don't know his name
1: brett goldstein i love that this this category is this this game is great because it really doesn't matter what these names are but like you know who they are right the characters here we go you're gonna know this one but here we go
2: um okay sorry i really wasn't expecting this i'm gonna be really bad um at the speech um there's so many amazing women in this category i can't believe it i can't believe i'm mentioned alongside you oh my gosh the beautiful cast of our show
0: okay i know this girl immediately so <laughs> i heard it? this i saw this speech already because it's the one that was being shared that was quite everyone a loved good it. it is good uh-huh. and it is good that's mm-hmm. twitter queen herself melanie linsky
1: melanie linsky
0: did you see her jason doing, an, doing
1: her real Austra- australian accent you never hear it she's kiwi oh she's, new zealand doing her yeah. new real new zealand accent
0: She and Kate both won Heavenly Creatures Reunited, Mm -hmm. but she, uh, her husband, Jason Ritter, tweeted, like, look at my hot wife at the Critics' Choice or whatever, (laughs) and she retweeted, I keep begging him to tweet, I love my curvy wife, but he will not do it. (laughs) I love my curvy wife. She is absolutely one of the best-natured people in Hollywood. Also, hearing her accent in real life, which is irrelevant to her work, it just shows how good she is at accents that are not her own because her accent is, like, so severely Kiwi. It's not like she's lost this accent at all. She mm-hmm. really does not sound like she's American.
1: <laughs> no. You will, like, pry that accent from her cold, dead vocal cords, you know? <laughs> Next one. Next voice.
0: Uh, thank you, God. <laughs> oh, thank you
1: very much. Critics' choice of words and... Everyone who loved and supported the Squid Game. Oh, well, that gave it. Oh, goddamn that gave it away. <laughs> Fuck. Oh, shit. I didn't mean to play. Yeah.
0: Okay. Okay, well, Let me Jung guess. <laughs> somebody from the Squid Game. I'm yes, not going to know that Jai. I never watched the Squid Game.
1: Okay. Um, well, that, I, I, I spoiled it anyway. Lee Jung-jae won Best Actor in a Drama for a Squid Game. This is not the winner's voice. This is the person who accepted on behalf of the winner. Can you tell me who this person is who accepted the award for Best Actress Drama? Immensely talented actors were paired with some of the most electric characters to ever grace the film world. And those connections were so perfect, it was like catching lightning in a bottle.
0: Was that her armpit-sniffing co-star Oscar Isaac.
1: No. You think that's what Oscar Isaac sounds like? <laughs>
0: he sometimes does sound like that.
1: He sounds a little nasally sometimes. No, it wasn't anyone who had anything to do with the eyes of Tammy. That Fable. is, like,
0: one of the most recognizable voices <laughs> in Hollywood. That's Lynn, right?
1: That's Lynn Manuel Miranda. He kind
0: of does sound like Oscar Isaac. Like, it, they both speak I get in it, a higher male register, you know?
1: Just a, a slightly higher pitch, but yeah, I get Anyways,
0: it. Anyways, he would totally sniff Jessica Chastain's armpit as well. <laughs> You know?
1: Yes. So you did really well, actually. You did really well on this, like. <laughs> Thank you, actually. Game Without a Name. That's what it's called, The Game Without a Name.
0: That's an awful name for the game. Yeah. yeah, yeah. After all that time. Crazy, crazy. We got a tie. One Critics' Choice
2: Award goes to Glenn Close, the wife.
0: And I think I can speak for all the women in this room. We celebrate each
2: other. <laughs> Stay. <laughs> the other critics choice award goes to lady gaga a star is born thank you to my family the italian immigrants
0: in new york it's okay i can still do this with a piano background
1: <laughs> let's move on to more who's uh jesse smollett was sentenced to five months in a chicago jail
0: you really took a sharp turn there i know
1: there's no there's no elegant way to start talking about this. I know I
0: do want to finish the I do want to not finish but tie the story up because we did talk about it like mm-hmm. it, forever and a year ago like so long ago and I do remember like at some point having to literally stop paying attention to it because I was so confused as to what actually happened and I feel like we're no closer to even really knowing
1: mm-hmm. and this happened three years ago he he reported this in January of 2019. Pre-pandemic. Pre-pandemic. So it was just like this weird blur of a horrible time that like 2019 may as well have not existed. But this is when this happened. And he was finally sentenced. This case is, I guess, over, though he's going to appeal it. So it's not really even over.
0: So he was sentenced by the city of Chicago like the, like for essentially a hoax because he used... For falsely
1: reporting a hate crime was the actual conviction yes
0: yes got
1: it and he's getting five months he will have a private cell i guess like they don't it's a risk to have him like you know famous people get like that weird kind of special treatment in in prisons and i think he's getting it
0: i think he's definitely famous infamous enough from this entire thing as well as who he is to Mm -hmm. need a little bit of protection he also very much was like if anything happens to me it's not me. It's not me. It's not me. Which is very scary.
1: Yeah. He specifically said, I am not suicidal. I will not take my own life.
0: Very scary. Which right. is, And just, I didn't we- get what that meant. And then I finally got what that meant. It took me a while, actually. I mm-hmm. felt kind of stupid.
1: It makes the whole thing even more dark dark and depressing. But we have now there's the hashtag FreeJussie campaign that Taraji Piense and his former co-star from Empire is in a way spearheading because she is the highest profile person to do this on her Instagram and everything.
0: I'm not sure though. They're saying they're supporting him,
1: but they're not saying he's innocent.
0: Yes. right. They're not right, and that's what well, I this, think. That's is what really makes it interesting.
1: really interesting. Yes, I think the the main the main issue is that, and what I actually find really interesting here is that it has nothing to do with innocence. They're they're like we're not getting bogged down in whether or not he did it, and it's just like the punishment does not fit the crime. So that's right. what the free Jesse movement is, which is like, I think. It makes it so much easier to get behind what they're saying, which is like, he doesn't deserve this. He's already like lost everything. Like five That's months true. in prison doesn't make any sense. That's so true. like this is crazy. That's and true. I and I from the it, it's dangerous. And from the jump, Taraji's like, I'm not here to talk about whether or not he did it. Right. For celebrities, like understanding like how to how to send this message and they're sending the message like very, very well. Like for for a case that is a little confusing and it's very clear what the problem here is.
0: It is interesting because, in a way, like that's the saddest part of this is that he did this for attention, right? And mm-hmm. you're right, like his career really kind of is over.
1: He so it was he self sabotaged. He ruined his career. Right. I don't know the the free the free Jesse movement. I actually think well, I think the appeal might work out in his favor. Like there's a lot of momentum behind him. Taraji's statement was, to me as an artist, not being able to create in itself is a punishment enough. He can't get a job. No one in Hollywood will hire him again. And as an, as an artist who loves to create, that is prison. My prayer is that he is freed and put on house arrest and probation because in this case, that would seem fair. I mean, I'm all for like people not going to prison. <laughs> like like yeah. whatever you can do to like keep people out of prison, great. But I'm just like – I agree. I'm impressed, by, I'm impressed by like the ease with which this is being communicated in this like social media campaign. Because it's, compli- it's confusing stuff and it's been going on for so long. But yeah, they say he plans to appeal. So maybe this isn't the last we'll hear about it.
0: Well, he's got a lot of siblings. They're all weighing in. And of course, they're all in support of their brother.
1: Moving on. God, it just, it just stays kind of depressing. Did Timmy name this the heartbeat? Because this is also bleak.
0: (laughs) I think he did, because I didn't and you didn't. The heartbeat, Timmy. I don't think this is bleak. I think this is kind of funny. Big, big, expensive, nasty divorces have to be funny. Like unless anyone's like you know getting hurt or whatever, it's uh, this is so this is this is getting petty.
1: Yeah, I guess I just like get. I have like a bad like. Angry rich husband, like, is scary to me. <laughs> so, but, like, I yeah. guess there's nothing explicitly scary about what he's doing. But, like, he seems like an intimidating, nasty man.
0: He does. But I feel like she, you know, she escaped Orthodox Judaism for, you know, she can do anything. I, I'm i <laughs> like, if she could do that, then they're really resorting to, like, nasty tactics, which is, like, I'm calling the cops because you have a car that, like, supposedly belongs to me, you know? And it's not even – I don't even care about the car, but I want this to end up in page six, and I want you to be stressed out.
1: And he, like, calls the cops, and he's like, she's has she's using my car without permission. It's unauthorized use. Filed a police report, and then basically the cops were like, uh, there's nothing we can do about this. This is wrong. Julia's right. reps told page six, quote, Silvio does not own the car. The cops are not looking for Julia. The car is not stolen. Also, the cops have since demurred, demurred on the whole thing. It's a civil matter. So the cops, they do say the cops like showed up, but then they were like, oh, this is just like divorced people being messy and then left, which is, I mean, to bring up Jussie briefly, like he called the cops and was like, my wife stole a car. And then the cops showed up and were like, your wife didn't steal a car. Right, you know? so that's like, a waste of resources like, a, to go to jail. That's right. a waste of resources too. And this guy just right. kind of got a slap on the wrist. And I'm not saying that those are like, similar like remotely similar crimes but he called the cops kind of knowing that he shouldn't have called the cops so we have he called the cops as a
0: tool to scare his wife even though he knew that they would just show up and scare her and it wouldn't be a thing anyway she's fine she's literally like on family feud here's a like there's a celebrity family feud (laughs) two days ago celebrity family feud ready greenheart it's like oh okay the thing about seeing her
1: on celebrity family feud i'm like Put the actual hearts on Family Feud. That's the Family Feud I want to see with you, you know? But, like, one side of the family versus the other side of the family.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that would be fun. Who needs divorce when you go on Family Feud?
1: I think that this...
0: It really... It is called Family Feud, which is technically the other name for divorce court. It's
1: really funny. Yeah. It's really funny. Um, you watched more of... You actually watched some of My orthodox Unorthodox Life, right? Uh-huh, yeah. Do you think... That like this stuff is going to be in the next season because I can't help Better but think be. Maybe, yes. maybe I'm Kardashian pilled, but we like, talked about it. This is all part of the show at this we point. We totally
0: talked about it. They've already yeah. put it out there that this is in the second season.
1: And like, and that's it's funny because it think went now.
0: from a never going to watch this show again to guess I'm really curious about how this all like implodes, you know?
1: I got to see the show now
0: because the first season was kind of about how, you know, she'd over- she'd overcome so much, but then the kind of chatter behind the scenes was, well, she married this really rich guy and he kind of gave her this job and he and it's everything is kind of through him. Mm-hmm. And that was one of those things where you were kind of like, okay, interesting. So a lot of this, you know, it's a lo- it's an exaggerated kind of st- of rags to riches tale in a mm-hmm. way. But now it's interesting to see what happens next.
1: And season two will all be about the divorce, or at least mostly, or mostly, (laughs) at least mostly.
0: It better Um, be. The rest is boring. I've never seen- My daughter got the divorce too.
1: Oh, right. Two divorces in one family. Yeah, that's great. I mean, for television. (laughs) Not for them. (laughs) Yeah, not for them.
0: So generally,
1: I'm literally like the least gossipy person on the planet. I hate hearing about like, you know, dramas. It's just not my thing. I don't want to know. But of course, when it comes to my
0: children, I want to know every tiny little detail. I was in Florida this past weekend and guess what was the talk of the town
1: your mom's aura frame
0: the aura frame the aura frame kept it was scrolling through every photo I was like oh oh there's that oh there's that oh I'm like where'd they get that photo there's always a photo where I'm like where'd they get that photo how'd they get that photo
1: I don't know where my mom gets the gifts that she sends me like when she (laughs) sends me a text gift I'm like where did you find that and sometimes I look at her aura frame and I'm like where did you download this no
0: I'm like where did you get this photo from whose Instagram did you steal this photo off of you know
1: they love to steal from and they love to just screenshot and not crops it'll just be like a cropped It was like 70 something degrees a couple days ago. It's time to put our winter weather to bed or in my Pull case under out the bed.
0: your linens sweeties the linen it's time for- it's linen season, honey oh,
1: oh, all I want is linen all the time. I just want to be draped in linen for my entire life.
0: Not only am I pulling out my linen,
1: And Quince middlemen.
0: only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. We love it.
1: Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash who for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com who to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash who. What's next?
0: A comedian named Little Duval was lost at sea. I don't really know who he is. Apparently he sucks. Well, I mean, I literally don't. I just saw the headline. Lil Duvall says his T-Mobile reception saved him from remaining lost at sea. And I was like, whoa, should I get T-Mobile? Like, I literally thought that. I was like, <laughs> it's a matter of life and death. Maybe I should switch to T-Mobile. I switched I to T-Mobile in
1: the past couple of years, and I'm happy with it.
0: We, I just feel like more plans – I do think that they they do this, and I don't know why I'm, ask, I'm saying that more plans should do this, should should threaten, me, threaten my life by saying, if you don't have T-Mobile – you will get lost at sea.
1: I mean, if he weren't so... Because he has this, like, the most the most notable, like... I mean, every comedian says a controversial thing that gets them in trouble. This person's, I guess, most recent big controversial thing that got them in trouble was they said something pretty terrible about trans people that Ugh. was so disgusting that Janet Mock was like, this is disgusting. Maybe
0: he should get lost at sea, though, Like, is what I'm saying. Maybe they, exactly. they should have left him at sea.
1: I guess that's fair, sure. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but you're right about if he hadn't been so toxic like when you do one google and like oh he's a comedian he's funny he says like controversial things but then it's like oh no that's just straight up hateful and like disgusting right this is the sort of thing that i think in many other cases t-mobile will be like a comedian got lost in the bahamas and was saved by t-mobile service put him on a commercial but i don't think that's going to happen here
0: even without him involved i'm just surprised more like phone companies aren't like we have service like in the depths of nowhere like you could get stuck there Because that is a scary option. You know, like, how many remote forests do you, can I get Verizon in? Probably not many. And
1: then some phones, I think, have capabilities to, like, pay extra to, like, connect to that satellite thing. It seems you get like one of those weird texts you didn't ask for like when you land in another country and yes. it's like it's like oh it looks like you're traveling but like oh it looks like you're lost want to pay ninety nine, ninety nine to like right. connect to our satellites and get like right. a rescue team.
0: Right like bonjour Amelia Earhart looks like you've rolled up <laughs> on some random island. Oh
1: according to our services it looks like that's an island filled with giant crabs that'll yes, eat your bones. Like, um, we will not be telling to? you whether
0: it's French or Dutch you'll just have to pay nine ninety nine, and somebody will come assist you.
1: So the way he did this he posted a tweet that said just sitting here thinking about how I was really lost in this tweet is funny just sitting here thinking about how I was really lost at sea last week I'd still be floating in the ocean somewhere had it not been for my T-Mobile reception I got a lot to be smiling for I
0: like it's like there is a lot here where it's like what is the story was he on a jet ski was he was he on a boat with other people why was he just alone was it a Blake Lively situation you know that movie Uh she was in was there a seagull that spoke was there what's going on here were there uh-huh. sharks where were you was uh-huh. it just he like says, a really big pool i just don't understand
1: well someone someone <laughs> added him and said i don't understand why you were that far out because he posted a video of him being like rescued by like some bahamanian like rescue team and um someone goes i don't understand why you were that far out and he responded i was riding to my little small island i do it all the time but like Ugh. we really don't know where it specifically is fuck
0: this guy Remember when DJ Khaled got lo- got lost on his jet ski, and it was the peak of Snapchat, and then he like used Snapchat to like talk about getting lost on his jet ski, and it was like the confluence of like culture. Just one exploded. of the most iconic things he's ever
1: done. True, Absolutely. like honestly,
0: truly, and I don't think he's been the same since. Like, there's been nothing he's done that's as relevant as getting lost on his jet ski while he was on his way to Rick Ross's house in Miami. <laughs>
1: yes, no, I agree with that. Seriously, I agree and, with and that.
0: Snapchat and DJ Khaled never recovered from this.
2: I, it's dark in a minute. There ain't gonna be no lights to navigate us to where we need to go I'm gonna check in with y'all. All right The key is to make it The key is to make it It's so dark out here We don't know where the hell we at but the key is to make it the key is never give up. It's not easy to win. I know that It's so real out here right now the only reason why you see anything is because I got the flash on We will succeed. The key is not to drive your jet ski in the dark. This is against the law, not even just that. This
1: ain't right. This headline, God, what is there to say about this beyond just reading the headline? Julian Huff seeing red over brother Derek's friendship with (laughs) ex Brooks Luch fears sibling is, quote, spilling the beans beans on on what she's she's up up to." to.
0: If we had a better show we would definitely create a segment that's called spilling the beans on what she's up to Julianne Huff and like totally just <laughs> take I could make that. A,
1: I could make a fun little garage band segment also, song what's so spilling the beans rude. a lot of like noises a lot of fart noises spilling the beans on what she's up to
0: What's rude about this mm-hmm. ultimately is that Derek Huff does not need to spread the beans on what his sister's up to she's literally spill. famous you, like
1: you spill she, the beans you don't spread the beans,
0: spill the beans. <laughs> I love i'm just saying like she's famous like he can spread google it do you beans. know what i mean <laughs> like i just mean it's just funny to me where it's like what are the beans and like what is he spilling when she's literally all over the place and he could just like google her, like julian huff what she's up to
1: her, her beans are quite public yeah
0: right she literally yeah. has public beans
1: Exactly. She has public beans.
0: What private beans does this per- – well, I guess – remember when she was dating Ben Barnes very briefly? That was some beans. What kind of beans were those? <laughs> Refried. <laughs> he wishes, Re-fried.
2: honestly.
1: No, I think they were like – I think they were like, like white northern – they were soup. like white northern beans.
0: Right, like uncooked. <laughs>
1: yeah, like uncooked you still white, white northern to, beans. You really
0: need to like you know, rinse those, soak those beans –
1: like, you wish they were refried beans. Re- refried beans are delicious and flavorful know, and, like, I know. oh, so that's tasty. True. That's true. Uncooked white – no, undercooked white northern where you think they're cooked and then you take a bite and you're oh, like, these no. need another hour. <laughs> yeah. Oh, <laughs> like, that's <yikes>. the worst. <laughs> yikes. Like, that's honey, Julian we're Huff. eating
0: at 9 p.m. <laughs> these beans need another hour.
1: <laughs> the Twitter thread joke, like, uh, celebrities as beans, a thread.
0: <laughs> I mean, honestly, that's pretty good.
1: Um. So now we know Julian Heff and Ben Barnes are – Half are par-cooked, uh, par-cooked white northern beans. Yeah, what kind of Navy bean is Julianne
0: Huff? Julianne Huff is the bean that doesn't make you fart because <laughs> she's the kind of girl who like farts in a closet, you know, clo- like excuses herself to fart. <laughs> Sorry.
1: There are beans that don't make you fart.
0: I don't know. I just made that up, but there's gotta be beans that make you fart less than other beans. people
1: say that when you soak beans and then cook them, it gets rid of the gases that make you fart, and that's like the dumbest thing I've ever heard. It doesn't. Work. I was gonna say that's no. just
0: not true. If you it's... eat beans, you fart. So get over it.
1: Um, you, if you eat beans, you fart. Um, this is really funny to me. I mean, this is so boring. I'm sorry, listeners, but to me, it's funny because this story again. Let's read the headline. Julian Huff seeing red over brother Derek's friendship with ex Brooke Leck fears sibling is, quote, spilling the beans on what she's up to. This, this is this some of the most creative has,
0: fan fiction it, I've ever heard in my life.
1: It Just, has not one. You would think, oh, some kooky source said something to them. No, not one, but two sources in this story, <laughs> which is shocking to me. Yeah. Uh, the, the first beans. person says <laughs>
0: The beans were Julie- available for comment. <laughs>
1: Julianne, 33, I can't believe she's only 33, quote, never asked Derek to take sides, but when her marriage ended, she figured his friendship with Brooks would as well, okay? The second source says, they work out and party together and are having the blast, having a blast. It's no surprise Brooks became a brother to him over the seven years he was with Julianne. She doesn't want to be the subject of conversation. She's worried that Derek is spilling the beans on what she's up to. <laughs> How are two people? How is she's like one Derek? Person talking you can hook up with my ex husband, but
0: you will not be spilling my beans.
1: <laughs> I cannot believe there are there is more than one person in the greater Los Angeles area saying like, Julian's so mad that Derek and Brooks are still friends. That's shocking to me.
0: Also, I feel like we replace spilling the beans with sp- like spilling the tea, and I want to bring mm-hmm. back beans because I feel like beans is better. I know like I, tea is tea is fun, but I feel like tea is over, and I want to say beans instead. Because you know how people beans shorten spilling the be- spilling the tea to just tea. Like, what's the tea? I want to say what's the, tea. the beans. I want to say Give what's the, the tea. beans. Like beans, please. Like I want to say that
1: beans, please. Is like, good. like oh, okay, you just beans, spilled, please,
0: and it's like in your head you're thinking of just beans. Like like literally like washing downstairs. Like beans okay. just being poured downstairs.
1: <laughs> we're gonna have to we're gonna she have spilled. to start using it on the show so that we like condition yeah. our minds. to You do can that.
0: still say she spilled, but in your head it's beans, not tea.
1: Okay, well, Lindsay, will you shut up for one second? I need to tell you the beans about The Real.
0: (laughs) Okay. Did you hear the beans
1: about The Real? Yeah,
0: I'm like, oh, bean. (laughs) Beans. That's what I say. Okay,
1: so this is... Beans. Beans, please. (laughs) So, Lindsay, I know you asked for beans, and honey, do I have some beans? They are baked Boston beans, honey, and The Real, according to... (laughs)
0: Oh, because people would say like piping hot tea. Yes. So you're like baked, doing the same baked. thing. They're baked. They're bubbling. I got it. Because okay. they're baked and bubbling and kind of sweet. I love it. The imagery of Boston like beans. hot beans is so much more disgusting than hot tea. It's so funny to use this. Okay,
1: yeah. so speaking of hot, wet, bubbling yum, beans. Yum,
0: yum, give me the beans. The beans Sir, they are bubbling. The beans.
1: And according to. According to the Jasmine brand, which released an exclusive a couple of days ago on their website, exclusive, (laughs) and I really didn't see it get much play everywhere else, but exclusive, the real to be canceled, and they say uh, we can exclusively exclusively report that the real is allegedly getting canceled. Insiders tell us that the show, which has been on for eight seasons, will be ending soon. The specific reason for the cancellation hasn't been confirmed. It's speculated that ratings played a part. Okay, so this sort of went some places. I didn't see it get like aggregated, like on like. People or Us Weekly or something or deadline, but like it's still up. And Lonnie Love, one of the co-hosts of The View, responded to it on Twitter and said, It's been a busy few days, but I got a call from the studio. No official decision has been made about the reel. I will be okay, but please give grace to the 150 crew members this may affect. We will finish season eight and wait for official word. To me, this reads like, Yep, it's getting canceled, right? Like Well, I it's, think it's not a vehement se- denial.
0: I think the thing is is that usually they're probably renewed by the end of the season, a certain mm-hmm. time of before the end of the season and they're approaching quickly the end of the season with no sign of renewal and there's and I think that's kind of the the lag, the usual la- that's usually not a lag. They're mm-hmm. sh- they're worried jasmine yeah. brand i don't know what kind of sourcing they have but like i'm you know i don't
1: i uh, believe the jasmine brand
0: i what it's funny is i confuse the real and the talk which i, I am wanting to do and i was like jerry o'connell's out of a job again I like <laughs> i literally at first thought of jerry o'connell then i thought of lonnie because i was like that's a bummer and adrian
1: is, i'm so stupid i forgot that um jerry o'connell is still a host on the, the talk, talk. Yeah, I forgot that that wasn't just like a, a one and done thing.
0: Outlast the real, that will be a shame.
1: That sucks. The real has always been better than the talk, especially yeah. now that it's Jerry O'Connell.
0: I mean, do we watch either of them? No, but you know, we're just we're just saying we know.
1: I watch more clips of the real. You know, like right. I don't watch the View either, but like the View Any pop, the View and daytime. the real clips pop up more than the talk clips.
0: Any daytime cancellation that's not Ellen is a loss. If we lose yeah. Drew, if we lose Kelly, if we lose real talk view, I think any of those are a, are a huge loss. The number mm-hmm. one show that's not a loss that got canceled is Nick Cannon's talk show. <laughs> Nick,
1: I mean that? we can we can talk about that now and move it up. But like yeah, Nick sorry, Cannon's show got canceled, which is um surprising to me because I thought that Nick Cannon would have not to be like sad or whatever, but like he's like, it's, easy, it's easy to laugh about Nick Cannon for a lot of reasons, but like, especially after going through this like sad tragedy with the loss of his child, like I could have seen him be like, no, I don't care if this is getting no ratings. I will pay extra to keep this on the air. Like, oh, like as a distraction, maybe. you know, like his
0: response. It was like, as a businessman, I just know how business works. So his implication yeah, was bad like, business. If the ratings are bad, it's bad business to keep me on this show. Mm-hmm. Also. What's interesting is like, I never once saw a clip from that show aside from when it started. Like it wasn't
1: uh, We watched that like full episode in the hotel room because we were curious <laughs> and it was it and wasn't it was deeply good. bad. It was right. bad and it didn't help that the guest that on the episode that we watched was Barbara Corcoran. Like that was that was <laughs> right. that and was, he was true like like basically psycho trying vibes. to impregnate
0: like, <laughs> her the entire time. And if he had and, succeeded and, that would have been a better show but he didn't.
1: And Barbara Corcoran was like, please, for the love of God, impregnate me. Like she right, was, truly. she was horny for him. He was horny for her. They were and doing weird horny chemistry, skits. It, it was still
2: sucked. Yeah. You, you are the funniest and probably like I've, we've been to dinner and stuff. Like you're so just compelling and can take over an entire room when it comes to like really? hanging out. See, I'm being dead serious. Like she's fun to hang out with. She'll say anything. Backstage, she, she looked at my shoes. She said, "That's a big foot." <laughs> what Take are they?
1: Fourteen.
0: I, mean, I mean, not thirteen. We'll go thirteen. I. It is what it is.
1: It was so. It was so weird. It was. It was so right. uncomfortable. It
0: wasn't meant to be. He, he's more of a. Yeah. I mean, I. I. He's a jack of all trades. God bless him for mm-hmm. trying every single one of these things. You know. But
1: did you notice? I, I think you or Timmy bolded this. The. Debmar Mercury is the production company that made the Nick Cannon show, they're also the production company that does the Wendy Williams show. So it's sort of uh-huh. like it sounds like it might be like a complete like uh redo of their lineup. It's like they're rethinking Well if things, Wendy's the you know? center
0: of that wheel and Wendy is the is the who knows of the scenario right now. Right. Although I feel like they're, now full, Sherry they're full steaming ahead on um Sherry Oh, Shepherd.
1: Sherry's 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 getting a hundred percent of like their attention i guess i know um, i just it's
0: interesting because it just feels like that's so still very unresolved and mm-hmm. like you know wendy's gonna keep like speaking from wherever she is about this but it's like where are you then you know right
1: not to we, we there's another cancellation we're going to talk about but before we get to it um related to the the reels alleged cancelization it it provided some context because the first headline that I saw before I saw that the reel was going to be canceled was this on ET online. Candy Burris reacts to rumors Jeannie Mai is replacing her on Real Housewives of Atlanta season 14 exclusive. And Wait. I was like, Oh, that's interesting. Like
0: I've heard that Candy's new show is amazing. So Candy doesn't even need oh, Housewives have? anymore. Yeah. Candy, What's her new like, show called? Candy and the Family or something?
1: Candy and the Gang.
0: Don't you wanna go to the place to be?
1: Candy and the Gang,
0: and apparently it's about working at a restaurant. So it's like anyone who's like Vanderpump Rules, I don't want to watch you anymore. Here's like a great show for you to hop onto.
1: Bobby needed a new lunchtime show. Seems oh, like he got one. Because right. I fell off Salt Lake City. I told you I was watching Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, and after like half of that season, I was like, Get me out of here! <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I was like, This is this is too crazy, even for me. Like I can't deal with I can't deal with any of this. Right. People are saying, Okay, I don't know where this rumor really started. I couldn't find the origin of it, but. It existed pretty prominently online, and so E.T. asked her about it. And Candy told E.T., here's the thing. I'm cool with Jeannie, and I love her. So please, I'd love for her to come on, okay? But she goes, I don't know if somebody wants her to come through. I mean, it would be great to see her. I'd love her for the part. We are friends. So let me be the one to bring her on. Because what they're saying is she hasn't been, like, the friend yet. Because I guess that's typically how it works. Yeah, you have to be introduced be
0: in as like you have to have an angle in. It can be a fake angle, but it has to be an angle. Yes. The producers have to say, this is your friend. Bring them mm-hmm. along. But Jeannie, like, though, I, would uh, – I mean, she'd Jeannie be great. is already a star. I know. And now –
1: She'd be an interesting dynamic to like a real – Like an established personality who's like kind of kind of goody-goody Jeannie Maya's.
0: Also, she would be great because it's like the Gars adding Garcelle to Beverly Hills, like adding Denise Richards to Beverly Hills. Like Atlanta could use like that judge, you know.
1: And not just adding Jeannie because you would also get Jeezy too. Like, right? Maybe Jeezy right. wouldn't participate all that much, right. but like right. to have another like, uh, like famous husband there too like right famous, and they're bringing back she by
0: charay but we but they lost cynthia and portia portia two mm-hmm. big personalities so
1: and i think she lives in atlanta like fully just actually lives in atlanta so but anyway like i was when i saw that i was sort of like eh, okay i guess i could see it but then when i saw oh the reel is getting canceled i was like i believe it Jeannie's in consideration she's gonna be a friend other cancellations that are considerably, another cancellation that's considerably less interesting. Actually, it is, it's as interesting. It's as interesting. I'm Wait, being rude to this. It's so
0: interesting because we Tarek, literally talk about every time how we're shocked this show is still on. And it's yes, not oh, on Yes, that's why anymore. I take
1: it back. Flipper flop is ending. Uh, this is official. This isn't it's like flopped. the rumored ones. It's fully flopped. They said, you know what? Tarek and Christina, they hate each other. Tarek's also kind of a nightmare and abusive sometimes, allegedly. Remember he had that whole breakdown on the set like wasn't there a gun yes. involved like no Tarek that was seems their like a nasty life, guy on the set
0: is separate but yes some he seems he seems bad he seems and even though he's like happy and remarried there's there's something their relationship is not there's good.
1: something there's something dark with this Tarek el musa guy but um they've said this is over we're done because the um the the sourcing on this is very funny this quote is from people magazine and this explains why that it's happening but it's anonymous Tarek and Christina are generally cordial. They're co-parenting and nothing gets in the way of that. The show, flip or flop, was just too intimate of a setting at this point and it was time to close that chapter. Like, that's the most elegant way of saying, like, they can't stand each other's guts, (laughs) you know? Right. It was too intimate. They hate right. being around each other. Right. That's kind of how I read it. And also, it, like, right? they
0: did give them their their own shows each. Like, the Daddy yeah. Network was like, okay, well, you each can do your own like same fucking stupid thing, but on different shows. But honestly, maybe that means that flipping flipping as a concept is like they realize is coming to an end, or like a, the trend is like waning.
1: I mean, look at the housing market, right? Like, I how know.
0: you all flipped and flopped us out of a bunch of uh house about of out of inventory. Like, <laughs> of it's houses. hard enough
1: to buy a house. Houses are too expensive, and like. You think that, like, if people are already having a hard time buying houses, maintaining their houses, dealing with their houses, how are they going to renovate their houses? Not only because of a money issue, but, like, supply chain issue. Like, HGTV true. just seems sort of, like, not now. <laughs> like, not now, guys. This isn't this isn't the moment. I think they're um, trying
0: to find the next best, the next thing. And, like, yeah. maybe they're like, we don't need three of the same sh- – we don't need three of the same concept hosted by the same three people. Yes.
1: And it's sort of like this sort of full gut demo stuff may be sort of over at this point. It's like how can we how can we think of a new way to do home renovation that sort of matches the current, you know, I don't know, economic and whatever. Bring climate. back
0: this old house, you know?
1: Yeah, like easy DIY shit. But the DIY network is now Magnolia
0: Network, so. <laughs> Oh
1: my God! I'm just
0: saying we're gonna have to start repairing these flipped houses because they're breaking. Like it's only like five years into you buying that house, it's breaking. <laughs> You'll need. to I learn think how to exactly, fix
1: it. <laughs> exactly. Like fully, fully not like oh my house is falling apart. Like my house broke. You you like
0: <laughs> yeah. like it's calling like up Joanna Gaines, <laughs> yeah. being
1: like I don't know how to tell you this. My house broke. <laughs> She's
0: like, what part? You're like all of it. It just broke. It's broken.
1: Is Jonathan Bailey a who or them? He's got to be a who now, right? This Bridgerton idiot.
0: If anything, he was like a nod to me before, and now he's like a officially a who because he fully was on who. season one, and then it was announced that he was going to be like the star of season two. But also, I'm like, and, not. I know and that. And Regé-Jean like, Page are,
1: goes bye bye.
0: <laughs> right. Well, I think Regé-Jean. It's also like, what's going on with Regé-Jean Page?
1: He's filming shit. And
0: what's going with Phoebe Dynevor?
1: Nothing's going on with maybe Dinova, Dinever, Dinova. Regis Jean Page is Jean Page is actually like he's in stuff. filming things or will Shit. be in things that he is hoping will make him like a big them. Even though I think he is a them now. I Jonathan say, Bailey though, you've is like you gotta
0: hurry that up because you you're running out of time.
1: When does his big his big movie? Because he's like he's the also shine trying. Is gonna wear he's trying off to get when Bond.
0: We, when we he, discover the new guy.
1: People are also floating him for, like, maybe the next Bond as well because no one no one knows what the new Bond – I was talking about it with
0: – I feel like everybody's being floated for a new Bond, you know? Like, so is Outlander guy. So Jonathan Bailey is the new hunk on Bridgerton. He is being positioned as the main guy. He is a, like, classically British theater guy, uh-huh. musical theater, too. Um, He's also gay. And he- He oh, is? Yeah.
1: <laughs> I did not know that. Yeah, he's gay. Oh, that's why- Oh, he's- That's shock. Oh, I
0: love Jonathan
1: Bailey now. Okay. Oh, my God. <laughs> so
0: he was on Broadchurch. Broadchurch. Oh, okay. He was also uh, on Chewing Gum and Crashing. He was on- Oh, he was, oh, on, he was like, on every Prestige He's basically show. been on all of the like cool girlies TV shows that weren't the big ones that they made. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, Michaela Coles, before she made-
1: I May Destroy You.
0: And the show that Phoebe worked on before, what's it called? Fleabag. He was in... Crashing and chewing gum. The version of Company I Saw on Broadway, but in London.
2: Oh, cool. Okay. Hello, my name's Jonathan Bailey, and I'm here with Harper's Bazaar UK in my home in London, and here is what you don't know about me. My guilty pleasure at the moment um, is... I've been going down wormholes of looking at flash mobs of musical theater numbers. My first crush was probably... Probably Anita in Heartbreak High. My party trick um, is: I once upon a time I could do a backflip. What makes me angry, I think, is probably dishonesty or, yeah, a confused. What makes me the happiest is definitely music. My superpower, it would be to be able to go back in time. The job that's changed my life. It was quite early on, but it was working on the lemon curd line at the local honey factory. So
0: in this profile of him, which is the subject of this conversation in GQ, it it says, which I didn't know he was gay either, and then it says, it was during his teen years that Bailey learned how to perform as someone he wasn't, as many queer people growing up outside of big cities do. And I was like, what?
1: Especially because like a sort of a British actor trope is that like, are they gay or are they just like, rich and British (laughs) but like (laughs) specifically like really posh British men like Benedict Cumberbatch and Tom Hiddleston it's like what is it? like I'm not familiar with kind of British people generally because I live in the United States but also like that kind of British man that like you kind of only read about in novels I'm like what to make of this
0: (laughs) it is funny to me that Bridgerton's about to premiere its second season Mm -hmm. it's like the straightest show ever kind of I mean I guess you could argue that it's like also campy, so it's gay, but like it's straight, whatever. It's the like gay,
1: the gay stuff in Bridgerton still feels a little a little straight. tokenized. Yeah. Right. Like so it still like, feels a little naive. It's
0: like we're talking like heterosexual sex scenes, is what I'm saying.
2: huh Yes.
0: And it's funny that at the same time this is happening, this man, Jonathan Bailey, who's going to be the star of this straight show, is in a play in the West End called Cock, in which he plays the Taryn Edgerton's boyfriend.
1: And cock <laughs> cock is like about bisexual people, right? Too? Because there's like it's a love triangle, but it's like two men and a woman, I th- I think. I I, I I might be wrong. I might be wrong. But it's like, but it is at the very least, there are there is a male I'm and just male laughing romance. Because
0: it. I'm like, it's just so funny that like at the exact time that people are gonna fall in love with this guy, they're gonna learn that he's currently like on Broadway and Cock, you know?
1: hmm Yes.
0: Performing cock.
1: Taron Egerton, I think, is also one of those people who is straight because he had some, there was some, I remember a Taron Egerton thing where he was like, I used to think I was gay, but I'm not, or something like that. Like, I think, what did he say? God, I'm sorry. He goes. Well, I knew he was straight uh, because what when of he my... was in
0: Rocket Man, that was like a thing.
1: Yeah. It was like, oh, some straight guy. He goes, I had a period of thinking I might be gay. Okay. But he's not. <laughs> but, but I'm not. He's
0: not. I'm not. But I'm not.
1: <laughs> but I'm not. He's very right. thirsty, though. Few people as thirsty as Taryn Egerton. I do love seeing the word cock in headline after headline, but and it just has to be there. Anyway, the other person... So, Jonathan Bailey, bubbling them just like Reggae jean Page. He's taking a page out of that playbook. Simone Ashley, though, who is the woman he, like, walked the bafta red carpet with and her stunning pink outfit his co-star in bridgerton she's the like phoebe Dynevor p- for season two and uh-huh. he's the reggae john page for season two yeah i think that both of these people are going to come out of this successful in the way that like phoebe Dynevor was sort of overshadowed by reggae
0: mm, okay i
1: have more faith in her because people would people see them together i'm seeing more like slay yes we stand. even though the season hasn't we'll premiered see.
0: I don't even know. I don't know what to expect. Like, I think that, you know, they are a c- adorable couple. But the interesting thing about him is that He's I dead. wonder if somebody who is saying, you know, my sexuality hasn't really played into my career up until this point. Mm-hmm. But now you're doing sex scenes. People are going to be like asking you about that because yeah. I think like then that's going to be the conversation you can't escape. And unfortunately, like Bridgerton is a show that about sex. It's about sex. <laughs> it's right.
1: explicitly about not just, like, sex scenes, <laughs> right. but it's about sex. People, right. like, coming to understand sex. <laughs>
0: exactly. So I, I just wonder if he's prepared for that conversation because he will be having it more than any time as in, yeah. in his entire professional life after this comes out. No? Don't you think? And so will she. And so will she. And so will she.
1: I know we want to move on, but... I think this is so funny. And I don't know if you wrote this. This sounds like you, honestly, but it could be Timmy. This section of our doc is entitled, This Poor Woman Has a Death Wish. Yeah, <laughs> and it's was, so true. That was me. <laughs> Sam, he, what's his name? How do you say it? Hewen? Hewin? Outlander. You're the Outlander, Stan. He, who is, I guess, the star of Outlander, Hunk of, hunk of Hunks, King of Kings, Hunk of Hunks, has maybe some of the most militantly horny fans in the world is dating a woman, and those fans are going well, to her alive. Well, here's the thing. So
0: <laughs> he's been making the rounds because, as my fellow Outlander stands know, my hooligans, hooligans, not, hooligans, your hooligans yeah, and hooligans. a hooligan. you can be a hooligan and a hooligan. Uh the Outlander show is back. Outlander is back. The droughtlander is over and the girlies <laughs> are celebrating. So Sam and Katrina, it's funny because Katrina's on the award circuit and Sam very clearly is not, but they're both doing a ton of press for the new season and so he's gone on every show and of course this actually relates back to Jonathan Bailey on Outlander the main thing they do is have sex. It's also just mm-hmm. a fantastic show, but like the fucking is like a big part of the show. And yeah. so every question for him is like, are you single? Thankfully, Katrina's married. So she he's just kind of says, like,
1: he's not even, he's not queer. He's, he's like, he's straight, straight right? but I'm just okay. saying,
0: like, it's the main topic. And he uh-huh. plays into it. He's, luckily, he's flirty and he doesn't mind. But this man has been, I mean, if anyone, if any man gets to complain about being objectified, I think actually Sam Hewen would like get my honest sympathy because it's it's so like he went on the Drew Barrymore show and she's like, hey, I want to fuck you, I want to fuck you, I want to fuck you. And then they were like eating bagels and he's like, want me to feed you the bagel? And I'm like, I know that he's just doing what he like has been told. (laughs) Uh Mm -hmm. Remember when George Costanza was always trying to figure out how to have sex and eat a sandwich at the same time? We worked it out this well, is for george costanza no, for george no <laughs> that is that's really nice that's really rich Oh, no, just this
1: do is it fire hog spread oh sam it's getting sexier okay
0: oh yeah uh, okay can
1: i do this can i <laughs> can i feed you
0: <laughs> anyways i'm just watching him make the rounds on this and i'm just like laughing because it's honestly uh, i hope he's okay it's crazy but these photos come out because every time they ask him if he want, has a girlfriend, he's like, no, but like I am interested. I'm interested. I'm interested. I'm open. I'm open. I'm open. Okay.
1: Page Six straight up calls him notoriously shy.
0: Well, that's I think what they think is the excuse for him not having mm-hmm. a girlfriend. I don't know. And also they've been shipping these to Katrina and Sam for like, you know, hundreds of years. Mm-hmm. Centuries even.
1: Centuries. Because
0: <laughs> Outlanders. I, I get it. I get it. get it. You go back in that's time. That's funny. That's funny. So, you know. Anyways, Katrina's Irish, Sam's Scottish, and this new girl that he's been seen smooching around New York City is Australian.
1: According to the website DMarge, for Monica, a man not having social media is a holy grail. <laughs> this is before they dated. She says that she's dying to date a man who doesn't have social media. But I just love that she says she's dying for a man who doesn't have Instagram. And it's like, well, honey, you're dating a man with millions of followers. And not just followers. Followers who are like tongue emoji, tongue emoji, tongue emoji, tongue emoji on everything. You know, like wet emoji, wet emoji. You know emoji. who
0: doesn't have Instagram? Jamie.
1: Oh, the character. Got because he it. Lives, of course he does you know, doesn't. He lives back in, in another time. century. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah,
0: if Sam Hewin, if Jamie came to me and was like, want to date, I would break all my rules, too. There's no red flag that could prevent. You're like,
1: hey, Bobby, I can't record episodes for the next six weeks. Um, I'm <laughs> dating Sam Hewen. I'd, like, <laughs> I'd be like, I'd be like, I'd be like the, the drunk employee in nine to five who just goes at a girl. <laughs> you
0: know? I mean, I'm just saying like there's no red flag that would stop me from dating this man it, just in terms of like as an outlander watcher. And I think everyone would agree.
1: You know what? Who weekly could be for like the six weeks that this this relationship lasts? Because come on, Lindsay, you know it's gonna, it's gonna, it's it's gonna gonna be great for a couple of weeks, and then he's he's gonna be like, you know, I'm traveling so much, and you're like, Uh, I get it, I get it.
0: This woman needs a bodyguard. This woman is in trouble, and I'm
1: President Biden. This woman needs Secret Service protection. Okay,
0: she's in trouble. She's in trouble.
1: She's in trouble. Monica Clark, good luck.
0: Good seriously, best of luck and watch your back. Not I'm not that's not a threat. Oh my god, that sounds like I'm threatening. It no.
1: sounds like you're the one who's behind her.
0: I, no, I'm not. I don't care that much, but I will No,
1: I'm just here to say watch your back.
0: No, I'm just saying she needs to, you know,
1: watch her back. Uh, let's not talk about Jake Paul. Let's <laughs> not talk about Delilah Hamlin. Let's not talk about Millie Bobby Brown and Jake Bon Jovi making their red carpet debut at the 2022 let's Baptist. Let's talk
0: about Rita.
1: Rita.
2: What was she wearing? Where was she seen? She posted what on Instagram? She's the who queen. Tens of people want to know all about the number one who. Lindsay, Bobby, tell us now. What's Rita Ora up to?
1: Who is this woman? Rita's in New York. Why can't I ever run into celebrities in New York who aren't, like, Michael Sarah with his baby? Because
0: <laughs> you don't go to the places where they are.
1: <sighs> yeah, I gotta... There was a... I, I Rita's used to joke Rita's literally around, like, staying
0: at the Celebrity Hotel. Like, I don't know how to tell you this. There's one hotel that they all stay in, and Rita's staying there.
1: Oh, she's at the Bowery Hotel. The Bowery Hotel. Still, still, still.
0: Every celebrity stays there. All the paparazzi photos are just photos of where you can see the Bowery in the background. She can go to the 7-Eleven. She can go to the Sweet Green. She can go to the freaking. <laughs> That area honestly used and to be go so cool and now it's just sweet green.
1: Oh my god. But also so all the headlines all the all the headlines are her just like wandering around New York City, uh in prints and clashing colors and another headline, Rita Ora catches the eye in casual camo sweater and sword pint trousers before flaunting her toned frame in workout gear and NYC. That's just the entire trip. She dressed cool. Why is she? she in worked New York, out,
0: though?
1: Uh, I would assume music I would I would assume music related stuff because she is working on her album.
0: I just hope. I just hope she had a nice time. I feel, I feel like in a way, you know, we're not friends with her, but we're I'm hosting her somehow. Like she's in my city, and I hope she had a nice mm-hmm. time.
1: Yes, thank you for listening to another episode of Who Weekly. If you run into Rita Ora on the streets, let us know. Say hi for us. Thank you to Katie and Eric of the Who's of, uh, for our Rita theme song. Thank you to Timmy, our research and editorial assistant, for researching and assisting. Uh, thank you to everyone who rates and reviews us on Apple Podcasts. We love your ratings and reviewings. Support us on Patreon.com slash Who Weekly for bonus episodes, an occasional newsletter, a Discord server, uh, commentaries. We're going to do a deep water commentary soon. Comes out Friday. Can't miss it. 619 Who Them. leave questions, comments, and concerns for the Friday show. Duh! And we'll see you on Friday. Bye.
0: Duh bye,
2: duh. You will jail it. Mia, Yeah. They wanna know. Hey. hey. Mia. Hey. Mia. Oh, come on. Hey. How don't you be saying it?